to you, Jesus. Because it's all about you. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it when it's all. Say I'm coming back to the place of worship where I'm not going to hold back my worship, Jesus, because it's all about you, yes. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord. Say I'm coming back to the It's all about you, Jesus. Lord, it's all about you tonight, yes. Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. 
Yahweh, you are glorious, so glorious in your way. tonight. Go ahead and pray. A definite encounter. Definite encounter tonight by the Spirit. Give me an encounter tonight that will change my life in the name of Jesus. I come to the one true God. He said, this is eternal life that they may know you. The one true God.
Listen. Tonight, thoughts as I have, I will give you. When you are here, when you are there, 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 when you are there. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, evening people of God. Please, I believe you are all doing well. I believe you are all doing well. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. I thank God for your lives. By the special grace of God, I'm also doing well with my family. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. God bless everybody. This is Lydia Duncan. God bless you. God bless you. 
my regards to all the people in Massachusetts. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. All right. I want to welcome all of you to this evening's session of our prophetic training experience. Hallelujah. All right. God bless you, man of God. God bless you. Yes, please. And those in Virginia, those also in New York, my regards to all of them. Very soon, Eagles Conference will hit, will hit those places by the mighty power of God. Hallelujah. So get ready. Worcester and, um, yeah, I think I have to come to Worcester. Hallelujah. God bless everybody in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, let's take a word of prayer and dive into the waters of God's word. Let's pray. Eternal Father, we give you glory. We give you all the praise and the honor. Thank you for such an awesome time like this in your presence. In the name of the Lord Jesus, this is the day that you have made. Therefore, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for gifting us with your special grace. We ask in Jesus' mighty name that the treasures of the heaviness will be opened even into our hearts. In Jesus' mighty name, fill us with wisdom. Let the light of your word enlighten the eyes of our understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. If there is any darkness, hidden in anybody's heart that is troubling the person's destiny. Let the light of your word clear it off. In the name of Jesus, we expose all manner of darkness in the lives of your people by the light of your word. In the name of Jesus, empower us. We pray, O Lord, that an encounter with your spirit will be experienced on this altar this evening. Cause us, O God, to be lifted up in faith that we will know that you are with us forever. We thank you even for conquering the enemy on behalf of us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, God bless you. God bless you. And keep all of you strong in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Ella, God bless you. How are you? God bless you. God bless you, Ella. All right. The Lord bless us all and keep all of us strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Last Sunday in church, we had an experience in the presence of the Lord when we started the um, phase one of the destiny of nations hallelujah it was it was such an amazing experience and the lord by the power of his spirit carried us even on the waters of his word and our eyes were open even to certain secrets even in the universe hallelujah and i would like to um Open the surface a little bit, even for us to also understand. Hallelujah. But before that, 
I want to take some few questions and then we move on to what the Lord has for us this evening. Amen. Alright, so if there is any question that you want to ask, um, you can feel free and just ask as we journey in the word of God. Alright, so if there is any question, feel free, feel free. Feel free and ask your questions. Alright, let's go. See, many of us, we don't get opportunities like this, not even in our um, denominations. So we take the whole mindset of questions from our minds. Because who are we going to ask? But sometimes when you have questions on issues, you keep it to yourself. And you keep walking in doubt and you keep walking in the lack of knowledge of certain things. And see, anytime the enemy realizes that you lack knowledge on a particular thing, he will use your ignorance to torment you on that particular thing. That is the reason why you need to ask questions on things. Are you with me? Yes. One of the greatest tools of the enemy is ignorance. Paul said we are not ignorant of his devices, lest Satan will get advantage over us. So anytime you get an opportunity where um, you are being asked to ask any question, see it as a great opportunity that the Holy Spirit wants to use to be a blessing to you. Are you following? Anybody that has questions is like somebody that is thirsty. And once the answers are given, your test is quenched with the waters of the word of God. So feel free and ask your questions and let's go. Alright. I'm still waiting. Okay, so I think I have two questions now. The first one is, how do you appreciate, appropriate names you see in the spirit? I don't know if I'm getting it right. As in appropriate, as in break it down so that we all can understand and help ourselves. How do you appropriate names you see in the spirit? I don't know if you are getting what I'm, I'm asking. Because we all want to understand the question so that um, the, the answer can be straightforward. Are you, are you getting it? Thank you, Jesus. Please, can you hear me?
Okay, so you want to know whether the name you are seeing is a particular is the name of a particular person. Alright. Um what I would let you know is that My son said, Daddy, have you answered that question? Oh, I've answered that question. Yeah, but let me just, I think the way he's trying to um, put the question, um, it is quite different. But let me just, um, you know, scratch the surface small. You see, there are so many um, dimensions and so many uh, movements in the prophetic. Are you with me? I believe you can all hear me clearly. Please, um, if when somebody sends a question, I think it would be better for us to um, hold our own so that once I'm done answering that person's question by the special grace of God, then you also send in your questions. Are you with me? So that uh, it will not get me confused. Are you with me? Great. So make sure you type your question and you copy it. So all that you'll be doing is to paste it here right after I've family. So Moses and Sam will be there. I don't know if you all get what I'm saying. Alright. So help me so that the Lord can help us. Amen. Alright. So you see. The more you begin to grow in the word of knowledge, the more you grow in the word of knowledge, the more the, the sharpness uh, of picking the signals of the prophetic actually becomes. You see, there are so many, you can see things and still be confused what they actually mean. It is very possible. And it, is, it does not only happen to those that are growing. Even those that are well matured in the prophetic, there are moments where they can see things in the spirit and they get confused. What is this? They can hear names and they don't know whether it is the name of the person they are talking to or the name of somebody connected to the person or the name of a town or the name of anything. Are you getting it? It happens. That is the reason why. When you pick a name and you are not clearly um, discerning what... Um, the name actually is about just make it in a question form maybe you had not called anybody to minister to the person you are just um, praying among yourselves and you saw the name it, it would be better for you to just put it in a question form is there anybody here that the name Celestine makes sense to simple Are you, are you getting it? This is what we call prophesying according to the proportion of your faith. Don't be in a rush to say you are celestine. No. Because there must be a convincing factor in that which you have seen. And that grows with time. Are you getting it? That boldness there grows with time. And most of the times, when it is somebody's name you are seeing, it will always be on the forehead. Most of the times. Even if it is on the person's forehead and you are sure that it is the person's name, it is always best 
if you don't go straight forward that you are this, you are called this. No, don't do that. Even people that are much more grown in the gifts, people that are much more grown in the gifts, they don't flow like that. They will make it in a question form or they will just be saying what they are seeing and the person will even confirm or something. Are you getting it? So maybe I looked on your forehead and I saw a name like this. Then if it is the person's name, the person says, oh, that is my name. Then we all will clap for what the Holy Ghost is doing. You see, don't be in a rush to just go straight forward. Your name is this. No, we don't do that. Are you getting it? Good. Because it is not all the time that you see names written on people's foreheads. There are moments you see the name in just written in the atmosphere like that. Hanging the letters will be hanging in the atmosphere. I believe you can go out and see me. Yes, it happens. Good. Sometimes too, the name will just come boldly as a flash on your eyes. Bah, then it will go. Sometimes too, you might even see just the three letters of the name. You might not see the rest. But sometimes the three letters you will see suggests what the full name might be. Are you getting it? Let's see a name like D-A. Let's, let's, let's see a name like um, Devina. Devina. You saw D-A-V. Now, you don't know whether it is Dave or David or Devina. Or any other name you don't know. Are you getting it? It will be better for you. Don't move straight. Don't move forward. Don't say, I saw a name like David. One, once you have seen only D-A-V. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. This one is to the young prophets who are picking up um, in visions gradually. Just say what you are seeing. That is beautiful. I don't know, but I'm seeing something like that starts with D-A-V. I don't know if it makes sense to you. The person was, oh, I'm David. Or I'm Davina. Or I'm this, I'm this. Beautiful. If you only saw D-A-V, spell it as you saw it. Don't go, don't add something which you have not yet seen to it. I'm, I'm talking to a guy and I'm seeing D-A-V. Maybe he's David. Let me ask him. Ah, you... Are you David? You might end up missing it. And it, it is possible. Even people that have grown in the prophet, they keep missing it. It is, it, is, it is possible. Sometimes it is based on how hurry we are to declare what we have seen. Are you getting it? And there are moments where in the prophetic, things mix up. If you are not sensitive enough, you too you will mix up a lot of things. Because it is possible for you to be talking to somebody and another person's matter will flash in the vision you are seeing. The, at that moment, you have to be um, sensitive and be careful. Be quite slow. That is why sometimes a prophet can be prophesying to somebody you can just call another person, ah, come, let me pray for you. Once he's talking to the person, or he will move to another person. Can I say this? Let me tell you this. Do you know that sometimes, even in the prophetic, 
physical intelligence matters. Yes. Your, your intelligence academically matters in the prophetic. We tell you that time. If you are somebody that forgets things easily, the prophetic will be very difficult for you. Unless you, you get people that are very smart that can help you. Because sometimes, once you are even preaching, visions about people will come. If you forget those visions, after preaching, you will not know who to talk to. So, once you are preaching and these visions are coming, they must be stored in your memory. After preaching, you are not going to receive the visions. You just need to recall what you saw and say it. Are you following? So you see, you need to have a sharp memory at a certain point in the prophetic. Especially those of you who are very sensitive. The moment you enter an atmosphere, visions will keep coming. Meanwhile, you might not have been given the platform to minister to people. Maybe you'll be given the microphone after three hours time. So how are you going to keep all those visions within your memory for three hours and still recall everything to declare to the people? Exactly as you saw them. You need to be smart. Yes. That is why sometimes prophets can call people who have assigned to them and they even forget that they have called them. Because the visions of other people will keep coming. Now, are you getting it? Good. So these are practical things you need to learn. Especially those of you who are called into the prophetic, so that um, your growth in the prophetic will be quite easy for you. Are you with me? And I've been saying this. There are dimensions in the prophetic that the more you obey God at points in your walk with Him, the more He opens dimensions to you. And there are dimensions that another man that is already there has to unlock it for you. So you need to learn all these processes. That is why we don't only hide alone to go the prophetic. No, 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 no. You will only be at the surface. I'm telling you, we don't, okay, I'm hiding. I want to go the prophetic gift in me to this height. It will never get there because there are certain dimensions in the prophetic that God will want you to meet another man. Honor that man before that unction can come upon you. It is very easy when you learn this. If you try to grow every gift on your own, you will die and you will not see certain heights in that gift. Meanwhile, other people too have been lifted to those heights that just an honor can grant you an impartation that will open you even into that realm. Are you getting it? So, if you want to grow in dimensions of the prophetic, learn to honor those that are already walking in those dimensions. That is when, and also learn to obey God's voice. Learn to obey. Learn to obey. Obedience is key in the growth of the anointing. So, learn to obey and the Lord will shift you to dimensions. And one of the things you need to understand also is that the dimensions of growth 
are not really time bound, but they are also time bound. When I say that, don't get confused. There is a certain dimension of the prophetic that God has allocated a particular time for it to start showing forth in a man's life. It is not your age. He's talking, he's talking about time. Okay, maybe when I get to 35 years, I'll start seeing this. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, when you begin to flow in the growth of that dimension, it will take a particular duration before you hit a certain height. Are you following? Now, the reason why I said it is not also time-bound is, is that the more you put in effort in that dimensional growth, the more you see the growth. Are you following? The more you put in effort. So now, I have decided to fast. I'm praying. I'm fasting. As I'm fasting and praying and walking in purity and righteousness and all those dimensions, you realize that you are growing in certain dimensions. Then maybe you go and meet a man of God, you receive an impartation, you show an honor to the man and all those dimensions. You are growing gradually. But if you relax in all those um, things that will cause you to grow in that thing, the moment you relax, the growth will also pause. And one thing about growth in the giftings is that the moment you pause it, it will begin to decline. I don't forget what I'm saying. When I say decline, it means, I, I mean it will start going back. That is why it is like lifting metals. Hmm? You have been lifting metals and you got a muscular body, very nice one. Now you drop the metals for eight months. Do you think your body will remain like that? No, it will go back to square zero. It will look like you never lifted metals. That is how giftings are. If you don't focus on growing them and you shift your focus, they, they will also grow. And they will not remain there. They will, they will start growing. That's what many people were very good in dreams and in vision. They were picking signals. But something shifted their focus. Some of them entered into relationships. They gave their all to the relationship. And they started losing all those manifestations. Now, if they want to see a vision, they can fast and pray. Three months, it will not come. Meanwhile, at first, you close your eyes, you no, know, something will flash your eyes. There is a problem somewhere. We we grow in gifts through desire. You desire it. When I say desire, I know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like the way you are. Let's say somebody. Those of us when when we were into um, the world, when you want to definitely sleep with a lady. The way you desire the lady, you are always making plans on how to get her. That's the same way we, we, we desire gifts. But this one, with the love of God attached. That is why Paul said, by love, desire spiritual gifts. By love, desire spiritual gifts. The moment your desire goes down, the giftings will also go down. Are you following? So you need to learn that the Lord is going to help us. I don't know if I've answered um, your question, man of God.
Apostle Dave. God bless you. All right, let me answer the, um, the second question that came. The second question was, um, oh, okay, I think I've gone up to you. Okay. Okay, the second question is, Daddy, please, how can an altar be raised in your closet? That is beautiful. I like the way you are framing the question again, because there are so many kinds of altars. You need to know the kind of altar you are talking about. Is it an altar of giving? Is it an altar of worship? Is it an altar of intimacy? Is it an altar of prayer? Is it an altar of righteousness? Every altar has a name and it has a purpose. The name of the altar and the kind of altar it is will determine how sacrifices will be made upon it. Are you getting it? So if it is a prayer altar, it means what you need to sacrifice on that altar is prayer. I don't know if I get to what I'm saying. Can you all hear me, please? Can you all hear me, please? Good. So, every altar has a name, and the name of the altar de um, determines its kind and its purpose. Are you getting it? So, we have a prayer altar. We have any altar, altar of righteousness, it means if it is an altar of prayer, then it means, put this at the back of your mind. Any altar, an altar is a place of sacrifice. It is a place of covenant. It is a place where the spirit meets with the physical. Are you following? Good. So it is dependent on the kind of altar it is that will determine what will happen on the altar. And physically, Every altar must receive a sacrifice. Hmm? So even in the temple, the brazen altar was the sacrifice where animals were slaughtered. So 
An altar is a place of sacrifice also. So, so the kind of altar that it is will determine the kind of sacrifice that will be upon it. Are you following? So if it is an altar of prayer, then it means prayer is what must be sacrificed on that altar. If it is an altar of righteousness, it means righteousness is what must be sacrificed on that altar. Now, if you want to build a prayer altar, it does not mean go and get a big stone and get a certain oil and get some Florida water huh? and put some candles there and say, this is the altar. No, 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 no. no. You are not a marine agent. <laughs> are you getting it? If it is an altar of prayer, what did I say you need to sacrifice on that altar? Prayer. So the only thing you need to build a prayer altar is to pray. Now, the beautiful aspect of it being an altar is that it is an altar because it is perpetual. You don't miss it. Are you getting it? So you, you, you actually designate time. Okay, so I am going to build an altar of prayer which will be called maybe Rehoboth. And that one is going to be only maybe from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. every day or every Monday to Friday. Now, once you say that, I will continue to pray every Monday to Friday, 12 a.m., your, your altar of prayer by name Rehoboth has been registered in the spirit. Definitely, God will send an angel to be in charge of that place. Not a physical place necessarily, but any time it is 12 a.m., an angel will be sent. That is why even when you are asleep, the angel will wake you up. Are you following? Now, if you are, if you are lazy, you cannot do this. Because an altar is a very highly spiritual thing. You don't, you don't put laziness at all. I don't know. Because you know that there are potent altars and there are impotent altars. The altars were created. But some are powerful, some are not. Because they do not sacrifice that which the altar needs. So the day you miss a prayer within that period of Monday um, to Friday, you are actually causing the power on your altar to drain. Because the angel came, but you were not there. When say, Man of God, how can I build a prayer altar? Allocate time for you. You need to be disciplined, else you cannot build altars. Now, this thing that is a prayer altar, if you build it and say, okay, 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. every day, I'll pray. If you do that continuously for 10 years, 20 years, now, this thing you are doing can also have a way of forming, um, let me say, foundations in your own blood. To the extent that you can even die, but your children will be, will be pushed to continue. Very, very powerful. The same way negative altars can be raised in the family and people follow blindly. That is the same way a prayer altar.
can be established in the family and your children who were not there when you're raising those altars will be will be pushed they wouldn't know what is pushing them to pray from 12 a.m to 3 a.m every day but it is a legacy it is an all because altars don't forget even when you are dead and gone that which proceeded out of your loins or your womb must go through that process because the angel of god will not be sent to an altar for nothing are you following good so if you fix time that is the reason why light prayer fire is an altar are you getting what i'm saying it is an altar even there are moments where people who are supposed to join will, will fail to join but whilst we are praying the lord through that because their hearts are connected to the altar miracles keep happening for them are you getting it you need, that is why you need to learn these things and and then you'll be blessed yeah also i hope i've answered your question if you want that is why let me tell you this if you want to work with god well don't forget all this if you do you'll be miserable as a christian i'm telling you don't don't throw away matters of altars vows covenants they are a proof that you are a serious personality in in, in your spiritual work with god i'm telling you some of us we just walk about in this life thinking that so long as we are christians good things will happen to us share don't you know pastors that have died before their time? They'll be there. You can raise an altar of long life on yourself. Huh? And say, Lord, I am making a vow. If you let me live to the age of 90 to fulfill my destiny, this and this and this I will do at the end of every year. Listen, so long as you stand and you continue to do what you have declared, child of God, an angel will protect you. Now, it has become a covenant. It has become a covenant. Are you with me? There are some people, they have altars of long life. They entered into a covenant with God and made a vow that if God keeps them up to 100 years, they have dedicated this and this and this. They will build 10 auditoriums for churches. Now, this is what they said. Some of them have built five for churches. Now, this kind of person, if you meet bandits and they are, you are all shot, that, that person will not die. Because there is something that the person has to do for God's kingdom. Because of that, it has become a vow and a covenant. God will never allow that person to die. But there are many of us walking about, there is no covenant, special covenant 
that is between ourselves and God. We, there is nothing. Nothing. Oh. When we sleep, Tim, we sleep like the way、um, Chris Brown has fallen to the floor. Tim, like that. You don't know Chris Brown. Chris Brown is food, food. Oh, do you know?、Um, how do they call it? <laughs> Abetier. God bless yourself. God bless you. You are in the spirit. Yes. Face the wall. Kokonte.、Hmm. See, when it falls to the ground like this, ten. That's how some of us will sleep. You see, there is nothing, it looks like there is nothing special. Let me tell you this. When all of us here, when we begin to cough <coughs> right now, some people, some people will attract heavenly attention. But some of us do. You, you cough high and die, nothing will happen. I'm telling you. Because, do you know the kind of covenant that people have with God? Do you know all tests that people have raised? Sure. Go and ask the fetish priests. When they enter their, their,、um, their, their altar rooms, and they begin to, some of them will sacrifice chicken plenty to a certain spirit. So, wherever the person is walking, the moment he mentions the name of the spirit, the spirit will manifest in every means. The spirit will show up. So, you see, most of the fetish priests, whenever they are supposed to go to a gathering, maybe like a deba to you know, prove their powers, their magical powers and things, before they go, they sacrifice a lot of things to the spirits they are connected to. They will go to their altar, start mentioning names, they will give those spirits big, big names. You are great, you are this. Then they will cut the head, the neck of a certain chicken, pour the blood on the altar, then the spirit is fortified wherever it is. Keep pouring blood, doing all manner of things, then they are strengthened. So, wherever you call my name, I will show up. Now, when they visit the devil and they begin to do things, some of them can call those out of the bellies of people. <laughs> I watched one, one video of a certain fetish priest use powder to smear the stomach of a certain man. Whilst he was smearing the thing,、uh, he, he pulled his hand out and a dove came out of the person. Hey, dove came out of the person's stomach. Some of them, they can do things and do things, and these spirits will lock their blood and make their skin tough. You cut them with. The sharpest knife, it will. That's what they, you see there. I know some of you have seen that. They don't just do it. You go and try. Say, I'm a Christian. Jesus is with me. Take knife. Huh? Put it in your belly and see. <laughs> Shit. Where is your altar? Where is your altar? Some of us. We can even go to God and say, God, if you let me pass BEC, I will give you this. When we passed, we forgot God. You are not serious. 
I'm telling you. A certain lady, after she entered into a period that she was actually believing that she would get her period. I hope you get what I mean. But after three days, three days has passed. She has not seen her period. And she remembered that she had a certain sexual experience with a certain guy at the beginning of the month. Baby, let me say, she could not serve the Lord. If you let my mercies come, Lord, I promise you, I will never fornicate in my life again. Hey! That very evening, oh, she saw her mercies. Come and see. They were jumping here and there, yeah, yeah, two days' time. They were caught. She was caught with a certain guy close to a certain light pole. Come and see. Come and see. You think you can fool God? The next time that you will not be experiencing it, it will be pregnancy. In Jesus' mighty shout a believing amen. You don't know. I know many, some of us, some of our dear sisters, you have done that before. <laughs> when they see their menses at the end of the moment, when they were were thinking that something was going wrong. The way they will rejoice, Jesus Christ. I was the short video where two um young ladies, they are twins. He said, My basa. They were expecting the flow on the 25th. 28th, no flow. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> on 29th, they were there. One received the flow. She was rejoicing. She wanted to call the other person. Immediately, the other person too, right? I said, hey, have you seen it? Said, yes, I've seen it. I said, me too, I've seen it. Yeah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank Hey! <laughs> on serious folks, there's a plenty of serious people in this world. Someone said, please, what is flow? Flowing in the anointing, man of God. Flowing in the anointing. <laughs> hey! Hallelujah. <laughs> so you see, that is where the problem is. Many of us are walking on this earth with no spiritual backing we just think that so long as we are christians in a day everything will work in our favor child of god things don't work like that huh like i will not be praying here against wisdom because sure, the day you became a christian look around and they plant evil against you i'm telling you that day they said sure, come is a christian now we shall see that's the day they started planning your finance they have a plan your marriage, they have a plan against it. Your child bed. There's a drinking water safe that they want you to be choked with the water and die. Hey! So you see, if you know all the kind of enemies that have encamped around you, David sat down and said, Ah, Jesus. He sat down. Even my own son wants to kill me. My own son wants to kill me. What have I done? 
So you need to know there are some people, whether you like it or yes, they will never die before 80 years. Mm, you don't get it. It is a covenant. They have raised an altar. And every month, what they do as a sacrifice to fuel that altar to work, you don't know anything about it. What they do every month to keep that altar potent, you cannot do half of it in a year. Now, people like this, oh, somebody said, God, I want to take charge of all the clothes and the shoes of this man of God. And I'm doing this so that you will keep my home, that nobody will die prematurely and that you will forever walk in riches. Now, this thing that the person did, Every month you go and do shopping for the man of God. Suits, shoes, man of God take. Every month, every month. And you think God will not fulfill the, the, the. And you see, God loves kingdom matters. If only you are doing something to fuel God's kingdom, the eyes of God will definitely be on you. The eyes of God will definitely be on you. Learn how to establish covenants with God. Learn how to make vows. And learn how to stand with God. There are people they say, Lord, I want to establish an altar of wealth through giving. So the more I give, the more the altar of wealth becomes potent. Then doors of wealth will, start, will keep opening every time that is why some people the more they get the more they give are you getting it and they will keep getting you can get a job at parliament house you will not get money more than this man some of them you don't even know what work they are actually doing but wealth keeps chasing them because they give and when they give they will not come to social media and say oh i gave mm, i gave they will not come and tell you, but they keep giving. And so long as they are giving, an altar has been raised. That altar will be potent. So these people will become rich. Their children will enjoy wealth. And I know some of us, our forefathers, our fathers, our grandfathers paid prices for some altars to be you know, strong in our lives. Some of us we did not, some of us, some of you did not even experience poverty. Some of you were born, you were born in snow. You see? You were born in snow, just say, no, no struggle. But those of us that were born on mountains, so we are see it through because when some people's fathers were building good altars. Ours were running to fetish priests to get protection. From what? Oh, yeah, the power. You see? <clears throat> Don't you even know that when people want to go and do armed robbery, they even go for protection? What are you going to What? You see? So you need to. <clears throat> this world, eh? This world.
May the Lord help us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. What altars did your fathers build? If they did not build any. Some of the altars they built, you, you, you don't know. It is an altar of womanizing in the family. So you know you love God. But you, you can't just see women and pass. You know deep inside you, you love God. You know, you, want to, you know that there is a call of God on your life. You really know that you can't move away from men. You just want to, when you see a guy with 17 hair on the chest, you want to die. Hey! Abigail. All right, let me take the next question and I'll move forward. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So you need to be careful. Some of you know that your families, nobody is getting married. But they are all giving birth. Don't you know this is an evil altar that has demolished? That is why I told you this in the afternoon. Anything that can run from one generation to the other in a family is an altar. It must be broken. Now, what would break an altar is another altar that is stronger than the first one. If you don't know this, you know, because altars don't forget. Altars don't forget. Do you know the, the, the time that divorce started in your family? If you like, go and ask. They will tell you your great, 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 great grandmother. Why is it still in the family? And it is still at work. That is, that's when you know that altars don't forget. They move from generation to generation. And the moment somebody divorces, it is a, a sacrifice on the altar to fuel another divorce. You see that the whole thing? So you need to learn these things. You see, what a covenant is actually, let me say, the foundation of an altar. You can't build any altar without a covenant. Are you getting it? Good. You first need to build a covenant. There are so many dimensions of covenant. There are verbal covenants. Lord, I want to enter into a covenant with you from today. I will be praying from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. every Monday to Friday. Lord, I know prayer is your will. And I know you do a lot in prayer. The name that I want to put on this altar is victory. So anytime I come here to pray, any battle in my life or anybody I bring his or her matter to this altar, let victory be given to the person now the moment you say this you have entered into a covenant with god now if the covenant will be much more appreciated by god then do your part by saying what you said you will by doing what you said you will do what is it you said you will pray so keep praying are you getting it and the more you pray the more you, you cause the covenant to be strong. And the more the covenant becomes strong, the more the altar becomes potent. 
So when I see you praying from 12 to 3, you are actually an embodiment of the altar at work. But nobody will know the covenant you entered with God. That one is in your spirit. So definitely an altar becomes a physical manifestation of what a covenant is. Are you getting it? That is why, based on the kind of spirit you enter into the covenant with and the kind of covenant you have entered with the person and the kind of altar you will build. Because there are certain spirits, if you enter into a covenant with them, they will tell you, for me to be with you and make sure that that, that covenant is strong, build an altar for me. The altar is now going to be the physical place where you and that spirit will meet. So now, based on the kind of spirit, let's say the spirit is a marine spirit, it will tell you, anytime you want to meet with me, get a basin and put pour water in it. And it, will, it should always be Thursday from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Now, after that, I'm giving you this writing. Recite them four times on the water. When you are coming, make sure you remove your sandals. Make sure you put on white. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do this. Now, if you continue to do that, you see the, the spirit will manifest. Sometimes they will come out of the water. Sometimes the, their pictures or their images will reflect in the water for you to see. Some of them too, when they are coming, the whole room, water will just come in the hole. You don't know where they are coming, where the water is coming from. Are you getting it? So the kind of spirit you enter into the covenant with, and the kind of covenant will determine the kind of altar you will build. Now, our work with God is not much more of these monumental physical entities. Okay, let me just go and get. God said, go and get a candle. God said, now, go and get um, this. Go and get to get a small room. When you enter the room, put a red candle here. No, 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 no. God does not work like that. If you meet anybody that said, oh, that has a certain room where there is candles, unless maybe the person has an understanding of using a candle to pray, that we don't know about. Are you getting it? The red candle, blue candle, black candle. Then you put a certain red calico here. Then this, 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 this. Then, hey, sister, you are dealing with a certain entity. <laughs> you need to be very careful. Are you following? Great. So you need to understand that. All right. Let me um take some other questions. Let me take maybe the last two, I beg you, so that God willing and tomorrow we will continue. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Mm, Holy Spirit. Okay. Someone said, Papa, please, is it possible to hear the names in your heart and your ears? Yes, it is possible. 
You can hear the names in your heart. You can hear the names in your ears too. The ears and dimension of hearing、um, in the prophetic is very rare, intense, sister. Yeah, unless the gift of descending of spirits has been activated. Yes, that is it. If I enter, maybe I think one of these days I should get time and do interpretation of dreams and visions. It will help. All we need is just some few keys and fellowship with the Holy Ghost. That is it. Can you say, please, how best can you quieten your soul in order to tune or connect to the Spirit of God? This is a very beautiful and powerful question. Let me show you this. Let me, let me explain a few things to you. First, if you want to tighten your soul, first disconnect from anything that frustrates your peace. Don't forget what I'm saying. Anything that frustrates your peace, are you with me? Disconnect from it. It can be a relationship. Now, some of you, if you keep Yourself in that relationship, it will be difficult for you to hear God. It might not even be that the person is having sexual intimacy with you in the relationship. You can be in a relationship and walk in sexual purity and still have noise in your soul because of what keeps on happening in the relationship. Are you getting it? Because now some of you, every, every day, you have, you have thoughts in your mind. Your emotions are never stable. Today he has done this. Tomorrow he has done this. And she didn't even call me. She was talking to somebody else. She was doing that. You, you spend your whole time thinking about unnecessary things like this. How can you be prophetic? Huh? These are the knowledge that is in the soul of man. I'm telling you, then the greatest trash and noise in the person's soul is the emotional one. Emotional noise, they are very loud. Very, they will show up in your face.、Mm. That is why, Sandra, when you get broken heart, you can't, most of the times you can't even hide it. You don't know whether you are laughing or you are crying. We are all laughing, but just say, you. People get confused. They can't write their own names. It's a pressure. Just in the team, you can't breathe. Are you getting it? Emotional noise. Very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Are you with me? So, if you want to hear God's voice, if you want to flow with the Spirit, the first thing you need to do is to disconnect from anything that destroys your peace, anything that frustrates your peace. Are you getting this? Disconnect. Don't entertain. 
because the more you entertain it the more you increase the noise in your soul and the more the noise in your soul is increased the less you hear the voice of the holy spirit because the holy ghost will speak through the faculties of your soul to you now the second thing in fact this one looks like the whole thing that i've summarized the second thing also for you to um clear the noise in your soul is to have your focus on a particular thing spiritually are you following get a strict focus some of us we are easily distracted easily when we are doing something and somebody says something or we, we lose focus and we shift to the side of the person if you don't build up yourself like this it will be very difficult for you to quieten your soul when there is noise and let me tell you this basic one if you want to quieten your soul don't talk too much so the first one is pushing away from anything that frustrates your peace the second one is focusing on spiritual things and the third one i'm talking about Can you all hear me please? Do the third one I'm talking about is to is less talk. Don't talk too much. Are you with me? Now, if you talk talk spirit talk life don't talk english don't talk key plenty talk is you see so if you can get calls stay on phone 2 hours 3 hours nothing good comes out of what you are t- talking about actually last two weeks but when we went to the funeral hey, the, the way the lady was dancing I don't even, I'm even afraid. Well, hey, so her body, but what her body pain her? Hey, me, I don't even know. Like, how can a lady be dancing buga and tesis? Hey, I can't do this in public. Nonsense. Stop talking and focus on the future. What would that thing do to you? And you surely get friends that I tell you when I was looking at her, the way she was shaking her buttocks and her leg, I knew that no, this lady she's single and she's. You have become analysts. You are actually describing what is going on in somebody's life, and your destiny is lying down there, dormant. You have not touched it. You have not prayed. You are not serious. I'm telling you, you are not serious. But God will not handle precious things to a man like that. Some of us we have lost precious things that God wanted to give because we are not serious in life. We are not serious. Anything can just confuse us. 
Why is it that you are moving from Accra to Kumasi? And you saw a beautiful lady going to Kaswa. You two entered Kaswa car. Where are you going? Where are you going? Distractions everywhere. And then you see, the main purpose of a distraction is to destroy. And you know, the chief master of something for, for distraction is what we call the waster. Learn this. You are following a lady to Kaswa when you are supposed to go to Kumasi. A lady. What is shifting your focus? Amen. Some of you, eh, where you have got into, you need more time with God. Not in, it's not about relationship matter. If you try to enter into relationship, you have pushed your, your breakthroughs and the fulfillment of certain areas of your life to the next four years. You will struggle. Oh. I'm telling you. Always take your time. Don't rush anything in this life. Yeah. Some of you by now, you shouldn't have been here. You shouldn't have been here, but you are still here. The level you are right now, you know that by now, you wasted five years in an ungodly relationship. Five years. The person damaged your emotions to the extent that when you see a lady, you think every lady is a cheat because of what somebody did to your emotions. You see the problem? So when you want to enter into a relationship with a beautiful... So, so some guys don't want beautiful ladies. Right? They want those with their teeth like Ronaldinho. And their foreheads like as big as avocado pear. Huh? They, those ones, they, they, are, they, are, they will not cheat. Will be there. You think cheating is only <laughs> hallelujah? Oh, don't you know that some men they have vowed that they will never marry a beautiful girl? I hope you know that because they think that as for beautiful girls, a lot of guys, see, that kind of foolish experience you are having, it is not of God. There is something wrong with the person's psychology. You need to take him to the counselor. Are you getting it? And now some of you young ladies, your problem is you think you, you see yourself to be too beautiful. It's a I'm, I'm very beautiful. So what? No, so what? This is the same thing you put in your mind. And people with money came to you, slept with you, gave you money, and they left. Have you seen how life is becoming? So you are now, you are more or less like a hookup person in a modernized way. 
in a modernized way. Don't you know that most of the people that, that think and they see themselves to be so beautiful, they don't, most of them don't experience good marriage. Some of them even struggle to marry. So you can see a very beautiful, when I say beautiful, I'm talking about facial beauty and body beauty, not the one that is in the heart. The one that is in the heart is actually the original beauty. Are you following? Let me tell you this. If you are a young lady and you look into the mirror and you see your face to be beautiful, sister, be a home we are all beautiful and handsome in our own mirrors. Is it, is it your mirror? Some of you, if you don't use filters on your phone when you take pictures, you can't post them. So the picture now will change. Before so they post it. Some of them they will be swiping the, the, the screen of the of the hey, it's all perfilter. Be and it's a baby pimples. Sister, ja, 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 ja. if the pimples is there, it is there. You can't change it. Even if you cover it with makeup, you will wash your face before you sleep. So we have missed blessings because when the angel came and you were there, the angel was come. Ah, is it is it Joyce I'm seeing or what? Because the one he knows, and then the new me with him. I'm telling you. That was just by the way. Don't, don't get offended. I know most of the ladies are offended. I didn't say makeup is bad. But some of you, there's a plenty. I saw somebody who make us in the common around the neck, the chest. Hey! If you want to change your complexion, fall in hot water. Huh? Fall in a basin of hot water that is still on fire. Then we will all see. What you are doing in the air? Amen. Some of, you see, some of the, the way they will do the liquor. They call it, they, I don't know whether they are building a house. Because they have what we call foundation. If you have foundation, then definitely you have lentil, you have ceiling, you have roofing. And the roofing is the one they put on their eye. They call it eyelash. No, I'm going to Hey, may the Lord help our dear sisters. Some of them they can't even see. So pretend and meeting before they even see who is standing in front of them. What is your problem? Ah. Look, some of them think that is beauty. You see, let me tell you. If you want to do makeup and look beautiful, you don't do it chinchirinchin. Are you with me? Yes. Slide one. Just let it cover the pimple small. Are you getting it? 
just something something's right you, you get it then you go away but some of you mm-mm. they said take take makeup take take makeup when they wash their face after the makeup it is paint paint rubber that can paint a five bedroom house Father, we pray for our dear sisters. And these are the people that we waste our time when we are going to church with. <laughs> when we are going to church, you will definitely be late. When I, when I saw my wife and I realized that she didn't like makeup, I said, Ah, at least we go to church early. <laughs> at least. We'll go to church early. Now, please, what I'm saying, I'm not saying makeup is bad. Makeup is good. Are you with me? Yes. I'm not saying it's bad. And the good that I'm speaking to is relative. Don't worry, if you understand, you understand. Amen. So I'm not saying if you do makeup, you go to hell. I will never say such a thing. <coughs> I will I will never say such a thing. Makeup will not take you to hell. Anybody that tells you that does not have understanding. So mm. now makeup is so strong that you can take Jesus out of your heart. And <laughs> that is that is not the truth. Anybody that says that, don't believe that. Don't speak against the person. But just, just don't believe what the person has said. Are you with me? Yeah. They can say things that are true. But when you hear that one coming out, don't take that one. Don't, you know, um, generalize the whole thing because the person said, if you do makeup, you go to then the person is a fault. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. It can be the only way that is not the truth. Don't believe that one. But if you know the truth, you will follow the truth. Are you with me? If you are here too and you have been preaching that, that you do makeup, you go to hell. You braid your hair, if you add another hair to your hair, you go to hell. See, all those things, eh, there, are, there can be spiritual implications. Sometimes, based on where the product is coming from. Are you getting it? Not because not all makeup kits are natural. Yes. Not all hair are natural. Some of them, some people, the ones that they call human hair, some of them, like, they are the, they are the hairs of, like, human beings and Kassan. I remember I watched a short video of how some people in India, their tribe, they remove their hair and they give it to their gods as a form of sacrifice. Now, things will be done on the hair to just, um, you know, pacify the gods and to thank them and all those kind of things. After that, they will wash it and they will, they will just send it to places and the people will come and buy. So you just need to know where the product is. 
Man of the has hit some of our dear sisters. Oh, honestly, you need to know this one. Yes, not all the hair are like that, but there are some. If I don't tell you this one, I will be lying to you. Because I've seen people, they went to buy hair. And the very day they put the hair on their hair, some of them ran mad. Some of them started having sexual experiences in their dreams. You see, some of them were locked up spiritually. So, like, there are a whole lot of things. This one is not about hell. It is about the kind of spiritual attacks that you will go through. So you just need to understand and know because most of these things come from when i say this it will get many of you confused most of these things come from the marine world some clothes let me show you some few things that can come from the marine world that many human beings will not know the first one clothes clothes second one a pack some particular dance moves dance dance if you are looking for the realm where people can dance it is that realm they don't dance for fun they dance to mean things they dance to communicate their dances are actually meaningful are you getting it and this knowledge too is in heaven we don't dance, we dance to, to communicate. So if you know, you know. That is why you need to be careful on a lot of things. Some of us, the way we follow the trends of this world there, we are Christians, but we know whatever is going on in the life of Ephesians Nega. We know whatever is going on in the life of Jay-Z. Oh, last week Jay-Z even bought a brand new... Hey! Are you living in his house? He said, every day, all they go on YouTube, they are looking for what is going on. Hey, Charlie, D. Black has bought this. Oh, hey, Charlie, do you know this, this guy? Do you know? Ah, oh, don't. Ah, Charlie, you are not caring. You are not caring. You that you are caring. What is the spirit saying to the churches? What is the spirit saying to the churches? So which current are you? Electric current or which one? People of God, we need to be more serious. Now let me just give this um, key notes. Listen, when we're talking about the mystery of family, I made us understand that. Let me ask some few questions on this one so that I can see whether um, we still have understanding on that. Where, which dimension of the heavens contain the unborn souls of men, the souls that are yet to be born on the earth? Which dimension of heaven contains um, those souls? The seventh. God bless you. Oh, clap for yourself. We are moving forward. We are doing um, special quiz and um, mental very very quick. Good. So for the Arabot beer, 
I've not taught the third beam people, it is only in church. <laughs> so I will explain it in details. This is good, it means you are, you are, you are, you are a good student. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> now, I said, when you are a child or you are an unborn soul, and it is time for you to come to the earth. Where will you be taken to? Okay, let me just say this for you. You will be taken to the court that is in the seventh heavens. Now, in that court, you will be given a scroll that contains the written script of your entire life on earth. After receiving that, you will bid farewell to three dimensional people. The first one is who? God. The second one? Death. And the third one? Your family. That is great. That is great. And I said we have two families in the heavens. Where is the first one? And where is the second one? Okay. Hey. Are you, are you following? Good. So those that were with us and are dead, and those that were that, that have not yet been born, are you following? And we all know that those that have not yet been born are in the seven heavens. So definitely, those that came to the earth, lived and died, will be in the tenth dimension, where they will be with the Lord. Are you following? And I said, all the family houses, in the seventh heavens that contains the souls of unborn people, they are all grouped into kingdoms. Now, the, the word kingdom in that realm is also known as nation. It is also known as language. Are you getting it? So, all the family houses are grouped into how many kingdoms or nations or languages? How many? 72. Please, are you all following? I think some, some of you are new and you don't know what we are talking about. You can go and download the message on the mystery of family. At least it will give you the foundation. Good. Don't forget these things. Some of you, the only thing you recall is what somebody did to you seven years ago. The way the guy broke you. But what the guy did to you, you will always remember. You see, you are all spiritual. Why should you forget highly spiritual matters like this and recall an emotional incident? Amen. Now, so I said that. All the 72 kingdoms, they have certain beings that rule over each of them. 
What are their names? Not the names of all of them. When you put all of them together, how are they called? Or what are they called? The praises. Great. The praises. Okay. They are the, they are the praises of what? I want to know if somebody can pick it. The praises of the world. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. I can really see that you are growing. You are putting things up. That is great. Now, last Sunday I taught the church that these 72 kingdoms or nations or languages, they are the embodiment of all the nations of this world. Now, physically, we have about getting to 200 countries in this world. But in the sight of God, all these 200 countries and their languages are divided into 72. Are you following? Good. That means when we make mention of a nation to God, in the sight of what we say, a nation, it is not only like Ghana. You have to go into the realm of the seventh heavens to know that nation that God is talking about. Because we have 72 nations and 72 languages in the sight of God. But physically, if you have over, you get into 200. So how come? That means that there are some countries on earth that when we put all of them together they can actually form one nation among the 72 are you following now when that happens it means that those nations have similar destiny or let me say same destiny now every nation has a particular destiny to fulfill Every nation has a particular destiny to fulfill. But all the destinies of nations have been taken from a particular nation who is also among the 72 but has become the chief of all the nations. So every other nation is supposed to fulfill her assignment to suit that other nation. And which nation is that? Israel. And I told you that Israel is not only just the physical nation we see here. It is something bigger and higher. Israel speaks of the earthly assignment of God. Are you following if you want to know much more on Israel, I have a message on the Israel of God. You can go and download that and be blessed. Are you following? So now, every nation in this world has an assignment to fulfill. And that assignment was taken out of Israel. It is like this. We are all fulfilling our part to get Israel into a place of fulfillment. 
Are you with me? Now, all these servants who are taught this in church, and maybe God willing, tomorrow I will take my time and go into that. I said, all the 72 nations, they have a name. They were all named after God. Are you following me? And I told you the name that God is known with when he is relating with humanity. What is that name? What is that name? It is the name we say in English, Yahweh. When God is relating with humanity, that is his name. Are you following? And in Hebrew, it is of four Hebrew letters. The first letter is Yod. The second letter is He. The third one is Vav. And the fourth one is He. I will explain all these things God willing to know. I taught this in church. So those of us who are um, who were in church last Sunday, you understand this. Now, when we, there is something we call permutation and combination. It is a spiritual mathematics. Where you, you begin to multiply or attach a particular, um, let me say, particular group of number by themselves. Are you getting it? Let's say we have one, two, three, four. Those of you who know matrix, how many of us get matrices in elective maths? You can't be here and not learn it. Huh? This altar, you need to learn. We <laughs> are here. What is this man of God talking about? I always talking about math. Me, I don't like me. When we are serious, you are to hey, so you, you are serious, you are saying mathematics is not serious. Fine, bye bye. Go go and join the market women. Go and join the market women association of Ghana. Because it is market women that when we tell them this, they will insult you. Some of them when we speak English, talk like a pee. It's a simple as that. Are you getting it? You want to stay in Ghana alone? Speak P only. Our assignment is global, it is not local. So we will speak our language and speak other languages too, so that we can move globally. Jesus is not only for your pocket, Jesus is for the world. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Amen. Because almost half, almost, I don't know. See, majority of the countries in this world speak English. So at least, uh, yeah, if you are following me by 4B, I'm going to school. Where are you going? 
See, don't join those people that hey, I want the short skit of a teacher asking the students questions. The students sneaked out of the class even after break. And they were good. Said the teacher met the students and said, Hey, Wedi, what are you going? What are you going? And the guy said, Say, we are going to Urina. Say, you are going to Urina? School, you know Urina? And he said, Yes. So then you foot to the school, you go to Urina out. What wrong are you? Uh-huh. This is not the kind of English. What wrong are you? What kind of question is that? So you see, at least learn some kind of grammar, busy. My concord no emphakakra. Are you getting it? My wife is an English teacher, so sometimes when I'm speaking here on Podbean and I miss some English, the way she will laugh at me. I'm, I, I don't get offended. Maybe <laughs> Because I have an assignment, and if I get offended and she does not teach me, it's my co-boom, and me boom, so it's my own problem. Hallelujah. So learn these things. The Lord will help us in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. So God willing, um, tomorrow evening I'm going to talk about the destiny of nations, part one, on this um, platform at exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. So put this at the back of him. I've started the part one already in church, which means this Sunday I'm going to continue with the part two. You don't need to miss it. And it is in this message that you know what God has called Ghana to be. In fact, if you want to know what God has called Ghana to be, you have to go into the Bible to know how Ghana is connected to any other dimension of power or nation in the Bible. If you don't know this one, there's no way you can know the destiny of your country. Are you with me? So you need to know what Ghana has been called to do. And after that, God, many of you who are intercessors, you know how to pray. You not allow Tibon Koso people to come and rule over the nation and destroy the body of Christ. Are you with me? The Lord will help us. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Lunch worship very, very soon. Very, very soon. God bless you. I think many of you have missed the lunch worship. Very soon we will engage in lunch worship. The Lord bless us and keep all of us strong in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, somebody is calculating. said it's been two months. Oh, I think my birthday, I did a short one also. Oh, it was after the birthday rather. I did a short, a short one. Don't worry, we'll, we'll actually go into that. We'll do lunch worship very very soon maybe this week or next week god bless us all and keep all of us strong in jesus precious mighty name please god will end this night we are all meeting for priesthood time and don't forget that this friday we are all fasting are you with me we are all fasting and god willing this saturday is mega one word from the lord mega one word from the lord make sure you join us the lord has a word for your lifting I'm telling you, the testimonies will super abound in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So make sure you join us. And also, on Sunday, 
is going to be a crossover prophetic service. We are going to cross over into the month of August. You don't need to miss this experience. The Lord is going to speak to us His plans, even for us in the month of August and the other months that are ahead of us. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep all of you strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. God bless you. So I'm going to upload. God bless you, my son. Royal Dakar Prince. God bless you. You are good. You are good, son. May the Lord open greater doors for you. Financial blessings. I pray that the Lord will release them in Jesus' name. Any better place you are believing God even to go and join and work. May the Lord open that door for you. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Alright, the Lord bless you and keep all of you strong. In the name of this, said, How do you know? Don't worry, you get a very special place to work. Don't worry, the Lord has fulfilled it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. The Lord bless you all and keep all of you. We shall meet God willing this night at exactly 12 a.m. for priesthood time. So make sure you don't sleep. Join us. The Lord bless you. Shalom. Bye bye. Lift your hands, wave it from side to side as you pray in the Spirit, thanking the Lord for His faithfulness. You are powerful, so powerful in 